I want to thank everybody for joining us again for another edition of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. And I'm going to say this, I am going to be biased today. I try my best not to be biased, but I am going to be super biased today because today it is J13. It is Founders Day for Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, 108 years of service, forward with fortitude. And today I have some amazing women in the sports realm with me today who also happen to be my sororities to talk about servant leadership, the biggest thing and aspect of our sorority. So I'm not going to prolong this time. I'm going to go ahead and start to introduce some of the people that we have today to just share and and, and learn from. And I'm going to start first with my girl, Crystal Evans. If you could just start off real quick, let them know who you are, where you are on the sports realm, and we're happy to have you. Uh, My name is Crystal Evans. I'm the head coach of the women's basketball team at Academy of Art University in San Francisco, California. Um, I also serve as the senior woman administrator. I was initiated into Pi Chapter UCLA spring of 08, and I'm currently a member of Sacramento Alumni Chapter. I'm also a past Far West Regional Representative from 2009 to 2011. So, So Chelsea, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to discuss servant leadership. I wrote my notes down. I'm prepared to give it up. Um, but happy Founders Day, Soars, 108, and we still look great. Come on here now. I'm taking that one. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm so excited, and I'll say this about you. Every last person that has reached back out to me, it was almost like a no-brainer. It was like, you need me? What do you need? I literally put, let me say this. I put out a tweet, y'all, and I said, I'm calling on my Soars. I need your help. And the fact that a matter of knowing this person knew this person that a Soar call and you all answer, it is just the main reason why I joined this illustrious organization. So we're going to go now to Miss Jasmine Washington. Can you unmute yourself real quick and just let them know who you are, where you are in the sports realm, and I'm just so happy to have you here today. Hi, everybody. My name is Jasmine Washington. I'm currently a media relations assistant at the Southern Conference, and I'm a proud member of the Spartanburg Alumni Chapter here in South Carolina. They have, I just want to give my alumni chapter a good shout out because they have helped me tremendously in my transition to South Carolina. It was my first time leaving the DMV area. Um, And yes, happy Founders Day to everybody. My line sister's on here, and I'm just so happy to be surrounded by all these amazing women and here to serve the purpose of Delta. So thank you once again. Absolutely. And Jasmine, am I correct? Is this your first Founders Day that you are celebrating? I'm correct about that, right? Yes, it sure is. It is my first Founders Day and it's been an amazing day. Um, And I get to end the day off kind of with, um, with this podcast. As soon as I get off the podcast or the Zoom thing that's going on. Um, I have another thing to get on with my alumni chapter. So I'm just, I'm very excited. And like I said, I'm happy to be surrounded by everybody. So thank you. Well, we're glad we can make it special for you. And thank you for being here. I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, Miss Wright. Coach Wright, I'm going to tell y'all really quick how this happened. She was, you know how I say a friend in need is a friend indeed. Indeed, was a true sorrow indeed last night when I met uh, Miss Wright. Miss Wright, can you come on real quick? Let them know who you are. She helped me out big time last night and we started talking and there was no way I didn't have her on today. That's too funny. Hey, um, I'm happy to be here. That was truly a funny story last night. And, you know, you just, you really cross paths with really great people. And I'm happy that you inboxed me uh, on yesterday and I'm happy to be on this call. But my name is Ernisha Wright um, from Augusta, Georgia. 
Um, I'm the owner of the Georgia Soul Women's Professional uh, Basketball Organization in Augusta, Georgia. I pledged um, Delta Sigma Theta in spring of 2018, 8th and alumni chapter, and I'm now a member of the Greater Columbia County alumni chapter um, based out of Columbia County outside of Augusta, Georgia. And I'm just happy to be here today with these beautiful ladies on our Founders Day. I wouldn't have it any other way. So thank you for having me. And we thank you big time, really, really big time for that. I'm going to go ahead and go to Miss Jones. Miss Jones, I'm telling you, talk about in the 11th hour came through for a sister. Miss Jones, come on in here, introduce yourself and let them know where you are in the sports realm. Greetings, Sororas. Um, happy Founders Day. I'm Tamika Smith-Jones. I'm currently the Director of Athletics at the University of California, Riverside in transition back to my hometown. I'm a real Georgia peach, so I'm headed to Kennesaw State in about 20 days. Um, this is such an honor to be able to celebrate Founders Day with you all because we're in COVID and so I didn't have anything else planned to do this evening. So um, I pledged at Alabama A&M in Huntsville, Alabama, Delta Delta chapter in spring of 97. I love it. Glad to have you big time and congrats on everything and the move. You're actually moving closer to me. So hopefully COVID can kind of lit up and we'll be able to reach out face to face. But thank you for being here. I'm going to go ahead and move to uh, an ism of mine. And I'm excited about this. Uh, Coach Rosalind Tindall, could you please come on and introduce yourself and let them know in the sports realm where you reside? Hello. Hello, Phyllis Aras, and happy Founders Day. I'm Rosalind Floyd Tyndall. Uh, I actually pledged at Midwestern State, spring of 96. I am a, the assistant women's basketball coach at UTA here in Arlington. I just got hired here September 16th, so I'm still trying to figure out this area and, and kind of get my feet wet. I've met some Phyllis Aras, so they've helped me with the adjustment in this Arlington area and DFW. So I'm excited to be on this with so many devastating divas, of course. And it's just a blessing to be able to even fellowship and network with all of you. So I look forward to this. I've been looking forward to this all day. Um, we're quarantined right now. So I am, uh, this was, this was just a blessing to have this, this kind of thing happen today. Well, we're so glad to have you. And that was my thing. If it was, not for COVID, we probably would be with our respective chapters and doing something at least. Uh, but at least I feel like I'm having a celebration night. So I thank you all. And now I'm going to go to Coach Jackie Smith Carson to introduce herself. Uh, you talk about somebody calling and answering. That is the epitome. So go ahead, uh, Coach Jackie, if you can just tell them where you reside in the sports realm. Uh, thanks so much, Chelsea. Um, Good, uh, I don't even, I was about to say good morning. Y'all can tell like the mindset of a coach right now. Um, but my name is Jackie Carson. I'm the head women's basketball coach at Furman University um, in my 11th season. And um, it's just a blessing to be with you all. I am, I pledged Zyota Citywide chapter um, in spring of 2000. And it just, this, this fellowship is needed. Um, every day we tell our team just one victory at a time. And to me, this is a huge victory to be able to fellowship and have my sisterhood with my sorors on, on Founders Day. So I'm just super excited to be here and uh, I'm just so blessed. Thanks. And I'm blessed to have all of you all. So I'm gonna tell you, you know, without this and just like coach uh, Jackie said, you know, us coaches, a moment to moment change, especially within the pandemic can change things. So I was so excited about this. We also have other people on the call. And like I said, even though we're celebrating our Founders Day, 
and showing our, you know, realms of service on Founders Day. This is open to everyone because this is a servant leader. So I coach Chelsea. I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta. I am Fall 06 at Beta Kappa Chapter of Livingstone College, and I am currently in the Gazan County, Florida Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. So I had to give a shout out to both of those because much like you all, we wouldn't be here without that foundation. So we're going to go ahead and kick this conversation off. You know, ladies, and the way it works here, we're family. I don't point out wherever you feel moved, you talk. We talk about servant leadership. And I tell people all the time that those are two words that people just throw around. We see it in books. You know, we see it all the time in uh, podcasts. We see it all the time in all of these different realms. But it's their action words. I say all the time, people can say that they love you, but if it's action is not followed up behind it, it doesn't mean anything. Servant leadership is something that we need right now. What do you think servant leadership is and how do you exhibit that in your positions? And feel free to just kind of jump in and share. I want to jump in on that one, sorry, Chelsea, just in a sense of um, my foundation is truly rooted in Delta. Delta saw me grow up, you know, being able to um, serve as regional representative, being a baby on national executive board, I felt like I was prepared to be a head coach, even though I'm 32, you know, right now. It's like, I'm a Delta. And I've, I've learned how to serve with an open heart, but also with my hands. And I wanted to mention that in terms of just servant leadership, you know, I bias with our pyramid, but let's go ahead and invert it for a second and put ourselves on the bottom, just like when we pledge and put others in front of us. I want to serve you not just with my mouth, like you said, not just with my words, but with my action. And so in terms of servant leadership as a coach and as a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated within our communities, I think the first thing we learn is that titles and positions, you got to put that to the side. That don't, it doesn't earn you respect, you know, and people who follow you, people who you walk side by side you have to deliver on your promise and really serve them and not just serve them for how it'll benefit you, whether it's we recruit this player so they can run this play or we score this amount of points and help us win a championship. How can I serve you to better you as a person to help you fulfill your goals personally, professionally, um, you know, build your network? How can I build an environment of encouragement, of cooperation, of loyalty? I got to be authentic. I got to serve you with more than my words. And so servant leadership as a coach, as an administrator, and as a member of our sorority, it starts with creating empowerment and sharing power. You know, it's not top down. I'm pushing you in the forefront and I want to serve your needs. How can I show you that your needs are valued? You know, I don't know, that spoke to my spirit though. I was so excited when you mentioned this is servant leadership and fortitude. I think that was huge. I see you, Sora Jones. Go ahead. Yeah, yes. I wanted to speak from um, not my title of athletic director, but just from that perspective um, that, you know, one of the things that I learned through Delta was um, service and, and, and how important it is to the community. And, and that community is wherever you are, um, those around you. Um, and so I, I, I believe strongly that I've been able to ascend in this industry, in this profession, because that's truly my foundation and my heartbeat. And one of the things that uh, really, you know, is mind boggling to teams that I've been able to be a part of at different institutions is the fact that even in the seat of athletic director, I, I really am servant minded. And so instead of 
um, pointing, I always say I don't point, I participate. And so I'm always looking for ways to um, stay in the game, stay active with my team, get involved um, as much as I can. And um, you, you'd be amazed how um, maybe unnatural that is for some people to, to see on a daily basis from people in what they may deem as um, leadership roles. And I'll, I'll just say, I think I've learned that the higher you ascend, um, the more you should become a, a servant-minded. And so I've enjoyed every, every bit of, of that journey. I just want to make sure no one else had anything on that. I think that was huge on both of y'all's point, uh, account. And you hear me saying the word point because I, I love that. I don't think I've ever heard that. I don't point, I participate. And so often in what we do, you know, as I like to say, get off the sidelines and get in the game, you know, and, you know, Sora Crystal, you said it best too. We hold up our pyramid, but do we flip that thing over and recognize how we really and truly are supposed to serve? I think that's amazing. Um, I did have another Sora and coach to pop in here, Coach Powell from Tuskegee. If you could go ahead and introduce yourself. I see you now. Go ahead and introduce yourself for us. I'm glad to have you. Well, uh, hi, Soros. Um Thank you for having me, um, for, for sending me the link info. Very happy to be here. Um, I am Trelane Powell, head women's basketball coach at Tuskegee University. Um, I pledged Delta Theta Phi chapter, which is a Columbus State University, and am now a, a member of the Columbus alumni or Columbus Metro alumni oh, chapter. So uh, just happy to be here. I um, wanted to piggyback off of what uh, Sora Jones said, because I feel like a lot of what drew all of us, I would think, to uh, Delta is uh, what we saw. And especially thinking about being service minded, I think that was something that was already in us before we before we became Delta women. So, um, you know, my jewel has always been compassion. And that is what I lead by. And uh, I let my players know that, you know, there, of course, there's a lot of tough love along the way. Um, but again, uh, one of the things for me in, in service, uh, servant leadership has been leading with compassion always for these, for these young women that we mentor every day. I think that is amazing. I think we all should have that level of compassion as we're moving through, you know, I, as I talk about that in leadership and compassion, I think about the people, our employees, our young ladies or young men that we reach on a day-to-day -day basis and especially within the pandemic. And I think that leading with compassion is amazing. You know, I'm looking at all of these amazing and beautiful sorors of mine that I'm sitting here looking at and women in sports in general. I see numerous people who have, as people say, put me on. Question for you, why do we think it's so hard, okay? Why do we think it's so hard to help our sister? And I mean, outside of these letters, our sister in the realm of sports and professionalism, why do we think it is so hard to lift somebody up? And anybody can attack that question. Chelsea, I'll, I'll start with that. I, I think okay. it's, it's almost like the crabs in the barrel. We are, uh, we are struggling to get any position possible. I mean, we are at the bottom of the barrel. You know, if you want to go with a minority hire, particularly in women's basketball, you can just go with a white female. And at this point, that's a minority hire. And then athletic directors typically hire who look like them. You know, so then when we finally get that opportunity, there's not very many of us. There's 17 percent head coaches in Division One, black female head coaches in Division One basketball, when over 50 percent of the athletes that participate in women's basketball are black females. So we get that opportunity 
and then we're fighting all for the same jobs. We're fighting for all the same opportunities. So then, we, you know, then we have the, you know, um, comparison is a thief of joy. So we constantly are looking over our shoulders because it's so hard for us to keep a job. So then we're like, well, she's not doing it. She's not doing it. She's not doing it because every opportunity that other people are pitting us against each other. And sometimes we buy into that, you know, so it, it's been great to see some of our sorrows here. And, and, and I've gone against many of other, uh, other, some of the ladies on this call. And, and then I, I'm able to call some of my sorrows that are athletic directors. I know Tamika has a great relationship with my husband and I know I can call her and Candace Lee. I have a great relationship and I can just try to work through all of that, but it's been, it's been better because we're uplifting each other because we all have to do well. I don't care what realm we're in. If we're an athletic director, we have to do well because we're grouped together. So if one of us fails, they're gonna group us all together in the first place. So I think we're starting to realize that, that we have to uplift each other in order to be successful as a unit because if one of us fails, they associate it with all of us. And, and I, I'm gonna piggyback on that with Jackie. When I started um, coaching at, in 96, I was 23 years old when I became a girls athletic coordinator at a middle school. And my mentor was an AKA who pretty much called me in the office and her, her statement to me was, this is what I want my athletic program to look like. You're 23, you're about to oversee about five people that are older, older than you. I expect the job to be done a certain way. If it's not done, I will fire you at the end of the year. You're gonna sink or swim and I'm gonna help you along the way. I think slowly but surely, we, we kind of got away from that village and that support we stopped supporting each other and we started competing instead of keeping the support system. Because at 23, she didn't have to come in and give me that job. And she didn't have to, to, to trust a 23 year old who had never been coaching and had never been there to take over her program and run it. And I thank her for it. You know, at the time at 23, you know, a lot of us are headstrong. We have it all figured out. I thought I had it all figured out. Um, you know, this is year 24 and in education and in the coaching world. And I now know and can thank her for it. But I think we as, as black women have gotten away from that village and that support system. You know, we don't have the big mamas anymore. They've passed away. My, you know, my great grandmother sitting on the porch at the farm and stuff, talking to them, listening to their stories, churning butter with them on the farm. We don't have that anymore. We're slowly but surely trying to get back there. And we've got to be able to embrace what, what our elders gave us a long time ago. We've gotten away from it. We've let society dictate who we are as Black women instead of us dictating and telling them who we are. And once we get back to that and we form that unity, I think you know we're a power that nobody understands. We're so strong, which is why everybody fears us in the first place. A strong Black woman in administration, because I've been a former AD at a high school, Everybody thinks you're always that mad black woman. We're not mad, we're just intelligent, we're educated and we know what we want and how to get it done. And that's part of the fear factor. And so I learned a long time ago to not let that fear of me being intelligent and being able to run things the way that it should be run and trying to embrace that and, and pass that along to now the younger, the younger coaches coming up. You know, trying to be that same person that she was for me at 23 and serving the same way so that we keep it going the direction it's supposed to be. And that village starts building up again and that strength as, of us as black women showing the world what we're about and who we are and that we are a force 
and don't take us lightly, don't take us for granted, and don't think we can't accomplish more than you've ever seen, because we can, and that's who we are, and that's what we're made from. I want to add to what Ross is saying, too, because I think that village is twofold. It's holistic as well, and so, yeah, when my oldest sister is talking to me, I have to be able to acknowledge what she's saying, and not necessarily get hung up on the way it was delivered, and I'm speaking as a young soar and a younger coach. I want it, but that's how I was raised, you know, and when we get away from some of that, yes, some older coaches or administrator might be hesitant because let's just address the, the elephant in the room. It is so much harder for us. And so that risk factor is a lot bigger. And so that tension you hear in the back of their voice that where you might think they don't like you or they're coming down harder on you or, you know, they, they're hating. It's not necessarily that, but they are preparing you for the reality that your journey is going to look a lot different than someone else's who doesn't look like you that's going for that same position, you know, and we have to embrace that village just like we encourage our players to embrace the grind. Um, so it's everything that's being mentioned, you know, all these intersecting um, factors, it goes into it, but we also have to be open to the, the type of mentoring that we need because our mentoring relationship, it, it has to be different than others. Oh, that's good, right? We can't seek for help and then don't, we don't want the way that it's presented. That is so good. Sometimes as a, you look, as it was given to me and I appreciate my elders, sometimes I mean, you just got to close your mouth. Simple as that and take guidance. And so I appreciate you for that. I had, I, I saw uh, two more of uh, amazing women come in here who have helped me out and when I reached out, they came a running. So I'm going to really quickly ask Coach Don Brown uh, to introduce herself. Hey, sis. <laughs> Coach Don Brown is in a different time zone to me. So that's my bad, Coach. But if you go ahead and just introduce yourself, tell them where you are. And I appreciate you so much, sis. Uh, Chelsea, you know, you, you killing me with this Eastern time. <laughs> like, I'm always late. I never think about it. And I apologize. But I am just getting out of practice. I said, let me throw on something red. We just lost the game uh, Monday. So I didn't even wear my uh, my paraphernalia to practice today because I was in practice mode. I couldn't even celebrate. So I am glad to be on the call with you all. This is really, really refreshing for me to have an opportunity to celebrate and be excited about Founders Day. So hello, Sorors. Um, I'm Dawn Brown. Um, I pledged in uh, Spring 06 Jackson Miss Alumni Chapter. 80 degrees of crimson and cream, drama queen, number 80 out of 80, that's me. Uh, so, uh, you know, I had to, you know. But uh, I, I'm definitely excited to be on the call with you all. Um, I, I jumped in, I think, when we were talking about, um, you know, why is it so hard for us to help each other out? And I appreciate you talking about that, Chelsea. I am where I am today because of Asara, because of Tamika Reed, the head women's basketball coach at Jackson State University. And also... Um, Kiki Baker Barnes. Uh, she's on the call, the athletic director at Dillard University. Um, these Soros have, have definitely shown me the way. Um, I was transitioning from NAIA to Division One, um, and you know, Coach Reed, Tamika Reed, took my hand, took me to the Final Four in St. Louis, Missouri, and said, "I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna walk you around and let everybody know who you are. You with me? You a Soros? You good?" And, and I definitely, you know, I can appreciate that. Now, you know, with us coaching against each other in the same league, 
the same love is there. And so, but it is hard. I think um, Jackie spoke very, very well about it. You know, all of us are competing for that one position. So what's going to give us the competitive edge over um, the next? And so it's hard, but there are a lot of Sauras who don't even focus on that. I'm going to give you all that I have. I'm going to empty the vault, let you know what's going on, what I got, what I'm doing in my program. And if it makes you better, then it just makes you better. So I definitely appreciate all of you all on here. I'm looking at so many names I've never even seen or heard before. Um, I am Diva Coach. And I bring the energy on the sideline. This is who I am. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. This is who I am. So I appreciate all of y'all on here. I'm just looking at everybody's names. Oh, my God. Thanks, Chelsea. Let me be quiet. I'm done. I'm You're done. good. Listen, now y'all see why I love her. If you don't know her, now you know. And if you do, you know. And so don't ever apologize for that. We appreciate your energy. It is definitely needed uh, for such a time as this. And you did a great segue because next I was going to ask Dr. Kiki Baker-Barnes to introduce herself. Thank you so much for great on the call today. Hey, everybody. Well, see, I'm going to have to, I got to, I got to follow Dawn. So Spring 96, Utah, University of New Orleans, that number eight. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> Y'all, I'm 25 years in the game this year. 25 years, yes. <laughs> I'm supposed to have my plaque at home. I can't wait till I get home. Sora's delivered it. I'm so thrilled. I'm going to take a picture and put it on social media. But anyway, I am so happy to be here. I am actually in my 15th year as athletic director here at Dillon University. Um, I actually started out as athletic director and head women's basketball coach. So Jackie, Dawn, all of us, that, there was a time where we um, we used to meet at the Final Four at Soros. We would meet together. Um, and we, I think the last one we did was in 2013 here in New Orleans. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Um, glad to be of help. I mean, y'all I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, email me anything I can do um, to be helpful. I will do that. My sister Tam is on, my sister administrator. We've developed, I think, a good, um, what do you want to call it? A, we've a, a good group of us in terms of administration who have um, collectively start to get together and we help each other. And in the way that you're talking about Coach Chelsea, I think what you're doing is amazing. And what's happening here is amazing because when we do connect, as Coach Ross said, I mean, we're amazing. It's who we are. And Don, don't be apologizing. Do you, sister? Like, that's who you are. That That's what we need. We don't apologize for coming in the room with all that devastating what the Lord gave us. Ain't no apologizing for that. Um, it's what we love about you. So do that unapologetically. Um, never apologize. Um, but I, I am so grateful to be here. And um, I just I'm really here to support. That's why I'm here. I'm just here to be supportive and just glad to be able to see you all and celebrate with you today. So thank you, Coach Chelsea, for organizing this and, and just allowing me an opportunity to be in the space. I love you guys. Listen, I thank you guys big time. And yes, keep bringing the energy. I'm gonna throw a question at you guys while I am uh, about to get some more of us in here. Uh, please, uh, ladies, some of my sororers who I've been in contact with, I can only see so many. So if indeed you have hopped into the call, please, I don't care if you got that, put it down in the chat, let me know you're here. Uh, but I am going to ask this question, all right? And I need everybody to answer that because this is a faith-based call. And sometimes we get so wrapped up and realmed up into our positions. And I said this before we got on the call that we can never forget who positioned us there. So when I ask you about your faith, and I'm going to say it this way, God is, let it rip. God is, finish that sentence. 
You can unmute yourself. God is. What is he to you? The Alpha and Omega. <laughs> Come on here. Come on here. Uh, uh, God is my sustainer. Okay. He is definitely my sustainer. Um, it has been uh, a rough three years being here at Tuskegee and um, lots of prayer. Uh, and uh, we've had a lot of uh, different kids go through different things. I, Y'all from I had a player that was raped to, um, you know, just dealing with kids losing family members. And it's, it's, it's very hard and myself losing family members. So he has sustained us all and kept us. And so that first thing that I thought about. <laughs> Amen. I'd say God is my protector. I um, was a head coach before at a junior college for eight years. I stepped away because I developed a, a DVT and a pulmonary embolism. Went back to high school for eight years and then got the opportunity to come back up. And I know, and just recently this year, um, I had to have another surgery and could have died. So I know that he's always got his hand on me and there's a reason that I'm still here. So his protection and my faith have always been strong. I've walked away from different things, knowing, not knowing where the end game was going to be for me but the protection that is around me and the faith that was instilled in me by my great grandmother and my grandmother will never deter me from doing anything or, or following any path that has been laid. So when I think of him, I think of protection and my shield because I know without that, I wouldn't be able to talk to you all today. Amen. Coach Jackie about to have me run out of here. My girl said, God is my superpower. Come on here, come on. We know you'll run, Chelsea. We know you'll get up and run, too. Just a quick hey. sprint. You can circle in and come on back around. But it, to me, I said that, like, immediately when you asked the questions, the first thing that came to mind, because I think we've all, especially in COVID and, and just hard seasons, sometimes we just are weak and we're tired and we, we're trying to figure out if this is, you know, if we're worthy, if we're, you know, it, it's just exhausting. And just carrying the weight of not just, of being our, our, our profession, but we're all, you know, not all, but, you know, mothers and, and wives, and it, we just carry the load. We know as Black women, we carry a load. And right when I'm, uh, you know, just exhausted, and I'm like, what am I doing? I feel like he puts a cloak on me, and I become invincible, and I become powerful again, you know? So it's just, he's my superpower, you know? When everything else is trying to be kryptonite, you know, he kicks me back into gear, and I figure out, reminded of my purpose, reminded of why I'm doing this, and then I, I just get energized again. So we know we got a lot of people coming at us, and we know the devil is fully alive right now. But oh yeah, he comes the he's the superpower. So he he resets me and gives me my powers back. I love that because isn't he the source? As my kids would say, he's the plug. But isn't he the source? Right, y'all know when y'all around those babies, they keep you hip. But I'm telling you, I I could not have said that better. And not even shutting down on anybody, but hearing you, Coach Roz, and everything, like, God is amazing. I was having a podcast call earlier this week, and, and I had never heard this, and I said that I would state it to anybody that listens to me. It said, isn't it amazing? And I meet you where you are, Coach Roz, on how I know him to be a healer, right? And isn't it amazing? The young lady I was talking to, Jacqueline Small, she said, we know he's a healer. We know he's a de deliverer. We asked him to be those things. She said, but can we stop asking for healing and just want the healer? Can we stop asking for deliverance and just want the deliverer? Because see, here's the thing. I don't have to go to my outlet 
and say, well, are you going to provide me this? I'm just going to plug into it. And whether you're my phone, you're my microwave, my TV, it's going to do what it does. And so I thought that was amazing. So I meet you where you are on all of that. I heard he's my everything. I, I love it. He's my sustainer. And Coach Powell, shout out to you. We saw the baby bump down there. He's going to be a lot to you with that baby. I love it. Y'all miss it. Y'all miss it. <laughs> uh, sorry uh Carson we carry the load and and we don't have time to slow down all of the stuff that we deal with we have to take it to <laughs> take it to God in prayer and keep on moving because we don't have time to slow down so many people depend on us it's it's crazy so yeah that that I felt what she said too I'm here for it. amen to that and Jasmine I think I cut you off on that part of the question but I'm gonna have you say your your part of the question and that statement rather, but I'm gonna also throw this question and open it up with you too to answer. How important is our faith to withstand this sports world where faith is not either A, important or B, the same path for everybody? So how important is your faith to you as you navigate through this life in this sports realm? Yes, yeah, so I just wanted to echo the um, sentiments that coach has said about God being my protector because growing up, I wasn't I didn't, I wasn't like raised in a very religious household or anything. Um, and there came a point, especially like being in the middle of the pandemic and um, moving from the DMV area for the first time in my life and being out on my own, I really had to put my faith in God because it was just like, I was so worried about everything. And I remember the day that I came to this realization that my faith in God is so important and in my career and just in my life in general, it's just the the amount of worry that you have is the devil's emotion. You can't let worry come and like overtake you and set you back and let it not help you move forward. So ever since that day, like I went on a walk, I was listening to the podcast. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, and ever since that day, I've, like I said, I just realized that having faith in God really is just something that has been able to and will continue to push me forward in this um in this industry and especially just like how you said like it's not talked about a lot in the sports realm like people aren't very focused on the faith part of everything but um I think I lost my train of thought I really did I'm kind of nervous I'm not gonna lie to you guys I was listening to your guys's wisdom and everything um but yeah I just wanted to say like that God is my protector and um that's one of the reasons that I actually did decide to join Delta as well because it's so faith-based and um Christianity and I was from that and I'm just blessed to be able to still grow from that because I, um, CC stop. That's my line sister, y'all. <laughs> um, yes, I'm, I'm going I'm to stop talking now because I'm really nervous, but yes. <laughs> but let me say this to you, Jasmine, and, and what you found is, A, you have something that I, I know a lot of people miss and it's board of directors. You've mentioned your line sister twice, and I'm going to tell you why that's important, because in the midst of you being nervous right now, she has your back. She's your supporter, okay? And you need that, especially where you're going. You just, if I'm not correct, just got into this new position and doing amazing. You need people that's going to support you and push you forward. So you don't have to ever worry about this wisdom. Trust me, I'm learning they're learning. They got where they were. You heard Coach Don Brown. She named out these names of how she got there. And we're all in here. And the greatest part about it is, boo, just like God is the plug, you're plugged into us too. So we got you. And shout out to your line sister for being there. So we're so proud of you. You know, and talking about that safety. Can I jump in real quick? Yes, please. It is so wild to me because Jasmine and I are on it. I'm in the Southern Conference. And so we are on 
these uh, committees together, the, the racial justice. I have no idea if she's nervous because let me tell y'all, she'd be rocking these committees. She'd be putting people in check. No, we're going to run it like this. We're going to do it like that. So it's wild that she's saying she's nervous because when we're in these committees with all white men, black, uh, black men, white women, she's running the show. I'm just like, okay, we're going to run it on this time. Like, everyone so it's just wild that she seems nervous in this environment because when she's in her element she is rocking it so jasmine you keep doing your thing and i'm gonna add to that too because what i'm hearing jasmine is not is more than nerves it's just that's how much you respect our sisterhood and you always gonna put on and put on the way you know that you're supposed to just don't forget that you're made for this and this is who you are and you can't fail even around us we won't let you but no it's not about oh i'm nervous i'm gonna mess up that's just respect and when people walk, when you walk in a building and Sora just said it, it's like everybody looking at you like, dang, she with it. She got, she about her stuff. It's people nervous around you because they respect you and what you're about. So I just love the fact you love the sisterhood that much. And, and let me just say, don't y'all, don't, I was just going to get ready to say, Jasmine, don't let, don't let us, don't let us front on you now. We with Delta Deers and so forth, baby, we be standing straight and making sure the pearls are right, baby. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good the last shall be first in this group we love you i just chelsea if you give me give me a second jasmine i also um i definitely like don't want to like overkill it but um you know when i apologize to the group about my energy i really and truly wasn't poly apologizing for me i was apologizing for y'all because i am who i am and a lot of times people can't handle it. So just continue to be who you are and let people accept you for who you are. And you can make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all get nervous. Like there are imperfections in all of us. But I definitely appreciate your, you know, you being sincere on the call with us. And, you know, great group of young women, especially the ones that I know I've been knowing Jackie just as long as I've been knowing Kiki. And I just learned, you know, Chelsea and I just met. So like extension to each other we are a family and you can always lean on us and depend on us which i want to go back i'm not taking over because it's not my sh but i want to go back to my word because god is my strength and i had to use that because i have been through a lot in this profession um i had a player to get murdered last year and having to actually uh speak at the funeral you know, and, and being strong and, and standing there formally. And, you know, I've been in the fire. I've lost my job where I felt like, you know, I shouldn't have lost my job after being successful, after winning championships. And you can't lose focus. Like, Soros, we can't lose focus. You know, if you got to start back over and rebuild it, well, guess what? You pledge. We can handle it, right? That's what we do. So you just continue to remember that God is our strength. Um, and belief is the driver. So as long as you have faith in him and you continue to believe and do what's right, God is always going to keep and protect you. I'm, that's, I'm, that's it. Come on now. Talk to him today. Now y'all see why I love Don Brown. Listen, we had some more individuals to uh, come in the call and I'm loving this conversation, you all, because that's why I told you that I, I believe in organic situations and realms and just letting God have his way. And, and I'll say this because if not for a pandemic, on January 13th, 2021, 
we would not have been in this space. So I'm just so thankful for it. You know, we have a couple of more sororers who are actually some, uh, you know, amazing hitters in this sports realm that have joined. And I want to go ahead and start with Sora Portia. Can you come on in here and bless us, please? Let us know where you reside in the sports realm. Would love to talk to you today and glad that you have joined us. Hey. So I appreciate hearing um, about everyone's word and your journey. Uh, the, the young lady who was just speaking about her experience and, and having lost her job, you were speaking to my heart. Um, I, I have also gone through adversity um, a, a couple of years ago as an athletic director and my life was turned upside down. Um, but at, through that, there were many sores who helped get me through that and helped me find my next step. I'm currently the commissioner of the Centennial Conference, which is a division three conference um, with amazing schools like Johns Hopkins and Gettysburg and Franklin and Marshall. And it was a bit of a pivot from a career standpoint, mm -hmm. but my faith saw me through um, and great women uh, helped support me and, and kept me positive. Uh, but I, I can't say enough about having a strong network of people around you in addition to my, my family system uh, keeping me, but uh, just wonderful to be a part of this. Happy Founders Day. Uh, so much love and, and spirit in this room. And I'm glad Tamika uh, put out the, the word so that I could join you all tonight. We're glad to have you, and I appreciate you so much for that. Thank you for uh, talking and blessing us today, even with your double duty going on. Uh, you know, I see uh, Miss Tiffany Sykes. How are you? Talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind. Hi, Sororas. Happy Founders Day. My name is Tiffany Sykes. I am in the Boston alumni chapter, which is the closest chapter to me, even though I live in Fairleigh, Vermont. I am the Senior Associate AD for Varsity Sports at SWA at Dartmouth College. We're a member of the Ivy League. Um, I've been at Dartmouth for about 14 months at this point. And um, yeah, I mean, there are some sorrows on this call that I've known for a long time. Just like Portia, I appreciate Tamika dropping this message in our group chat for me to get on. Um, I mean, I've worked at a lot of schools um, that saying uh, the faith, the size of a mustard seed, I've had it. I'm, I'm a faith stepper. I have stepped out on the faith. So I'm in a town, 977 people. That was an adjustment for me. I'm the only black person here. So there have been plenty of times where I've been terrified, but I've stayed prayed up and uh, really leaned on my sisterhood for times where I, you know, really felt isolated. Um, and that's been important to me. So um, that has definitely kept me um, grounded and just being surrounded by that faith, that hope, that love that, you know, we learned through our process. We learned growing up in the church. I mean, has really kept me um, over this past year. And I mean, even beyond this, but especially during this time with the state of our nation, the state of the community, the state of college sports and all these things, all of these things have really just kind of kept, kept me. So um, that's all I, I will say, but thanks for letting me have the floor. And uh, again, happy Founders Day. Yeah, I appreciate you. Um, I, I also have another one. Miss Walker, are you here and available to talk to us? I've been at Bluefield College for about a year half, um, came in as um, director of athletics, moved up to vice president of intercollegiate athletics in right under a year. Um, I just pledged this past fall. And when I tell you the sisterhood is real, um, you know, through that time, I lost my dad to COVID and the support from my sisters was less than phenomenal. 
The same applies to me. We've been able to help other sisters when they just didn't know how to make a way. So this is one of the best decisions I have ever made. And I am eternally grateful to be a part of such a phenomenal sorority. Amen. And we definitely have you. So I thank you for uh, pushing through and pushing forward to be here today. So appreciate you so much. I appreciate you, Sora. Yes, ma'am. So many women of just beauty, intelligence, service, fortitude, and all of those things. If you enjoyed what you heard and the many nuggets job, please join me as we had additional sororers to join the call, but I had to put part one out on J13. So all of my sororers who are listening, happy Founders Day to all my servant leaders. Thank you for listening. If you want more information in this service organization of scholarship, service, and sisterhood, 108 years of service, 108 years of being an amazing Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Coach Chelsea, and be sure to check in tomorrow for part two of what is a Delta. Thank you for listening.